What's up, everyone, and welcome to yet another episode of Super Deluxe Games Cast. It is April the 29th. Uh, boy, oh boy, was getting the uh, getting the podcast live today was a fucking adventure. Let me tell you. Um, first, for, first, my OBS would not capture Discord. Uh, and we couldn't figure that shit out. Then uh, Jeff, uh, Jeff decided to take over. And all of a sudden, Jeff, did you, what, what was going on with your camera? Uh, it wasn't my camera. It was like when I started streaming, um, like literally my my internet just couldn't handle it. But I think my bitrate is set super high, and I think I just completely destroyed my uh, connection. Because so it, Discord just died. I had a I had a good laugh at that because Jeff's camera died, and then he came back. But he came back as this still image that was extremely pixelated, and he said. Hey, how's my? I think my. I hey, I'm uh, John. I, or like he was like, I need to figure out my bit rate. And Justin was like, Jeff, I can tell you what your bit rate is right now. <laughs> You're just a grainy still image. I know exactly what your bit rate is. Uh, and then all of a sudden, and then Brittany was about to do it, and then all of a sudden, my uh, OBS uh, just started magically. John, John took my spotlight. I hey, but you know what? I saved us. I saved the podcast for once. I didn't fuck anything up. I didn't. Uh, so really, this podcast is brought to you by me and my my digital prowess. Wow. Did you um, all just see him steamroll over my body? Like I was just running up there, running to go save it. John just fucking yeeted me out the way. Hey, you know, I got to do what I got to do. I'm going to get mine. Okay. All right. Why is it an emo only chat? Emote only chat. Oh, I thought you said emo only. We, yeah. oh, that was weird. I don't know why, but I just disabled it. So that was weird. <laughs> I have no idea why I was on emote only. That was very strange. <laughs> this show is a fucking disaster. God. I, I have no I, fucking idea. Even an option. We caught it. That's all that matters. I have you, no you, idea why it was emote only, but we should do more. Does everyone realize this is our sixth year doing this? And, and we, we still we still fuck it up. We still can't emote we, only chat. Hey, hey, hey. I haven't been on for a year, so that's that sounds like a y'all problem. Hey, okay, so here's a deal. Here's a deal. I would say that our technical issues have not have not gotten worse, but have not improved since Brittany has been on. So I think it's a mm-hmm. it's an SDGC family issue. Like they like Brittany gone worse Brittany, since Derek left. Absolutely. Um but Brittany, I Brittany, I think you inherit our our uh our shitty our shitty podcasting uh styles. You're not the cause of it. You simply inherit it. Did you just push me out the way and then try to like yank me up back off the ground with a backhanded comment like that? <laughs> yes, ab- yes, absolutely. I'm I'm trying to. I, you're I'm, not helping, but you're oh, just. Yeah. Helping us no, water. keep going. I want to hear him just fucking dig his little grave over there. Let's this shit up. How is everybody doing tonight? Everybody's just dead silent. Yeah, everybody's everybody. Well, well, for me, like, like everybody froze for a moment. Everybody froze for a moment, and I was like, "Well, okay, I guess I'll just go fuck myself then." Nobody's doing. Everybody's doing terribly. We should have just moved on. Like, hey, just just dead silence. How is everybody tonight? Okay, next. Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) So, uh, Brittany, what kind of wine is that? Is that a is that a a cab? Is that a Shiraz? What do you got going on there? It is a cab. I'm always gonna drink cab. You know why? Because cab doesn't make me feel sick. 
Oh, Shiraz makes you feel sick? Like 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 a, another full-bodied red wine will make you oh, give I you a headache? Oh, I don't even know. I just found a wine that doesn't make me feel sick, and I was like, yep, that's it. That's the one I drink. <laughs> you, should try, you should try a nice dry Shiraz. Cabernet's good. I really like Cabernet. Jeff, what are you drinking? Cabs are good. Um, Just beer. Just a Stella. Not my favorite, but my neighbor gives me free beer, so who am I to turn it down? <laughs> I want to, and and finally, I want to know what Justin's drinking because he's always on that hard shit. Water, I'm drinking water. Justin, what? How many, uh, how many glasses? Would yeah. you say you drink today. Today, um, eight glasses of water is optimal. That's what the doctor says. I, I'm at like seven or eight, probably. Oh, today. dude, you're doing good. You're nice and hydrated. I have a hard time drinking water. I love water. I just, I'm not a thirsty person in a literal sense. Oh, I was about to say, oh, bullshit. I was, yeah, I was just like, yeah. That. I caught it. I caught myself. <laughs> I'm not a thirsty person. I've seen I, your Twitter feed. That's bullshit. I'm hydrating heavily because I had a ridiculous workout today and I can't really move right now. So I'm super proud of you, by the way, dude. Super proud. You're fucking, I you're fucking crushing it. I was celebrating a week of not eating bad food. And then, of course, Zach had his procedure today. And he wanted Mexican food. And what am I going to do? Not eat, like, good Mexican food? So. No. It, it doesn't count. I mean, I'll count it as my cheat night. You're talking about Taco Bell, right? Good Mexican food? Did you say Taco right. Bell is good Mexican food? Mm-hmm. No, it's not good Mexican. Taco Bell. For a second there. No, yeah. no. Taco Bell has not had good Mexican <laughs> yeah. food since they got rid of the grilled stuffed burrito. Sorry. Like the, and the potatoes. The gr- I never had the potatoes. Potatoes are back. I never potatoes had the. Back. I never had the potatoes, but the grilled stuffed burrito. Like, I fully, I fully acknowledge that it looked horrible. Like it looked like somebody's like burnt ar- forearm. But but goddamn, was that thing good? Like no. Does anything of Taco Bell look good? I mean, no, no. See, Justin's scrunching his face up. Justin, look at a close-up photo Listen, of a grilled stuffed burrito and tell me it doesn't John, look like somebody's John, forearm. If I see Taco Bell, it's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. <laughs> like, I, I, if you are drunk at 2 a.m. and you see Taco Bell, you're not thinking, wow, this is so ugly. You're okay. like, this is the most beautiful thing. I, gotta, I, don't, I don't drink alcohol. <laughs> I don't do drugs. Food is is my vice. Okay. And I love Taco Bell. Like food and Taco alcohol Bell, is mine, Taco so. Bell and Mexican food are two different things though. Okay, so like, so so here's the thing. Here's the there thing. There is a clear delineation <laughs> what there. What is this? What is Taco this Taco Bell is good, but it is bottom tier when it comes to when it comes to late night drunk food. The real late night drunk food is either White Castle slash Crystals. If you're a fucking, you know, if you have low, if you have, if you're in the south, it's crystals, um, or Waffle House. No, no, oh no, I'm fucking sorry, no. okay. but three so in the morning, drunk waffle, ass hash browns. There was a Waffle House that was a, like a block away from the college I went to. Mm. That was the worst Waffle House on the face of but the planet. But just no, Justin, and you're I not getting it. Were so you drunk? Were you drunk? My friends were. But were you drunk? That's what I'm asking. No. See? See? So you have not had the, the, the fucking real 2 a.m. Waffle House experience. We nicknamed it the Awful House. Yeah, it's terrible, but, but when you're <laughs> that's, drunk... That's essentially this podcast. <laughs> when you're drunk, it's fucking amazing. 
And there's nothing when you're drunk better when you're drunk at two in the morning than a fucking White Castle slider. I disagree. I'm sorry. I disagree. I gotta give it's... a shout out to Denny's breakfast, man. Thank you. Ew. Yes. I okay. was gonna say Denny's. Denny's. No, I'd rather Denny's have Shoney's or IHOP. I used to, I used to the amount you're of time drunk, that it's I obviously Denny's, right? It fucking moons over my hammy. That's yeah. like the amount of time I used to spend at All Denny's, American Slam for me. Like Oh yes, me too. Jeff, me too. <laughs> but they, they closed all of them in my area. They're gone now. And it was like the only 24-hour place in my area. So like after 11 p.m., you just can't get food here anymore. <laughs> well, nobody can go out anymore, so that makes sense. I mean, you I mean, you you can. I mean, yeah, true. <laughs> You can just to bring that conversation back around. I I really want God, you guys really got me wanting a uh, a Popeyes chicken sandwich now. Like talking about fast food is getting me fucking going, man. Like I really need a spicy Popeyes chicken sandwich, and their fries are surprisingly top tier. I've never been to Popeyes. What fries are good, Justin? There's you've not, never been to Popeyes? There's not really any around here, Justin. I, drive as long as you have to to get a Popeye spicy chicken sandwich. Like, dude, seriously, dude, if it's an hour away, you fucking gas that shit up. You 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 gun that shit, and you fucking you get to a Popeye's, dude. Spicy chicken sandwich is fucking life. Some might tell you it's overrated. They are wrong. Yeah, it is, dude. It's just rated. Yeah, it, <laughs> dude, it's just rated. Dude, yeah. Popeye's is fucking awesome. So and so look at that. Everybody in everybody in chat agrees that Popeye's is the shit. Popeye's chicken is the motherfucking shit. Remember when we were talking about like ah, our topics tonight are kind of weak, and we just spent fifteen minutes talking about fucking Taco Bell. That's and- fine. What's, that's I, fine. What's wrong with that? Talking about this than the financial results. It's true. Well, what's what's Burgers wrong with talking about games. what's talk? I mean, you know, I mean, I mean don't even. Are, do we need to have the fry conversation? Because I'll have the fry conversation. I don't want to. No. I don't want to. I, no. I can. I mean, I can talk about steak John, fries I'm all fucking tired. night. I'm too tired. I'm too tired. I don't feel like. I will say this. Jack in the Box is a good contender for fast food while you're drunk. No, Jack in the Box is actually like highly overrated. John, why can't you just let someone have an opinion? Just saying. No, you're wrong. (laughs) I'm just saying that to piss Britney (laughs) off. I like Jack in the Box. I was gonna fight you over some motherfucking curly fries. It's that serious. Although, can we agree that uh, Arby's curly fries are, ju- I don't want to say better, but just as good as Jack in the Box. No, Arby's really? curly fries are really good. Arby's curly they're fries good, are fucking outstanding. Jack they're, in the Box. Mm-hmm. I haven't had Jack in the Box in like ten years, but Arby's curly fries are good. I, I think probably I think we have Jack in the Box here. But you guys have? Do you guys no. have checkers or rallies up there? No. No. no oh Lopos, man. Checkers, no White Castle. Because dude, dude, checkers fries are fucking underrated as shit. Like checkers fries are. Fucking awesome. Are you just shouting them out because they used to like follow and tweet at you? Yes. But also, <laughs> checkers fries are fucking awesome. <laughs> just, but also, just dropping it, yes. Also, checkers until John is just like fucking retweeting checkers tweeting at him and shit. I retweeted, they retweeted me with a Kefka laughing gif and I could not be fucking happier. Like, I could That's not be gift? happier. I mean, they they know how to get on your good side. Oh, absolutely. I'll fucking, dude, I'll stand checkers all day long. Like, all fucking <laughs> day long. The checkers around here I know of is at, like, is that like a throughway rest stop. Like, okay. I don't think we have any just, like, regular, like, ones around. It's like, it's like, yeah, it, it doesn't seem to exist off the throughway here. Can okay, I, Brad and Chad, guys- Brad and Chad is on some bullshit, but go ahead, Brittany. 
I was gonna say I passed a, I passed a diner on the way to bring uh, Zach to his doctor's appointment, and we passed a diner that was po- called Butter Crunchy. With a K. Wait. Oh, it was like Mortal Kombat. Brett, butter crunchy. <laughs> and you know. <laughs> I can't figure out what they might serve there. I honestly can't. Butter crunchy. You know crunchy. what Zach called it? He called it a. <laughs> we were talking about it a little bit later, and he called it the butter hole. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't like I don't like that. <laughs> don't, don't ever say that combination of words ever again. Those two words have no place next to each other don't ever say butterhole oh god i did it don't ever do that that okay that that should be the name of like i'm just waiting for that sign and the e and the r at the end of butter to burn out (laughs) (laughs) you have to have like a a bunch like like first day of training it's like okay we have an entire room just of light bulbs for the E and the R. You do not let the E and R burn out. If it burns out on your watch, you're fired. We have a place. We have a place. We have a we have a uh, a Chinese restaurant, a takeout restaurant. It's actually really good, but it's spelled. Oh, I'm sorry, it's called Butter Crisp. Butter Crisp. Butter with a K. With a K. That's a Mortal Combat shit they're on. We have a we have a a, a Chinese takeout restaurant that's actually really good uh, near where I live, but it's. The name is spelled F-U-K-I-E-N. And I was like, no, I need to know how that's pronounced. So I called them and they answered the phone and they said, fucking gourmet. And I was like, this is my new favorite Chinese restaurant. I don't what even give a order? shit. Yeah, uh, what did you order? That's I ordered, important. I ordered uh, egg drop soup. Because if you don't like egg drop, if you don't like egg drop soup, you're a fucking monster. I will fuck with some egg drop Egg drop. Oh, Brit, they're, Brit. Their egg drop soup was fu- like it had a little bit of spice to it, and they give you they give me like those crunchy noodles to drop yeah. in there. Yeah, oh, it's so fucking good. They had I had the egg drop soup, uh, and I had an order of uh, General Tso's chicken with some uh, with some fried rice, uh, and a side order of wontons. Um, laughing at oh, it was so fucking good. But now what I can't. We, what are we laughing at? What are we? Yeah, what are we laughing at? Just uh, Lerv and Chad. <laughs> the fucking egg drop, egg drop soup. <laughs> I don't know why it's so funny. Uh, fucking... Man, I am so hungry now. We we have it. We're this like we have over an hour idea. of the show Dude. left. I'm trying really hard to lose weight, but I am starving now. Now has got to wait till the end, man. Now, 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 every time I order from that place, I'm, I'm, I'm like, hey, I'm like, hey, do you want anything for the fucking gourmet? <laughs> it's just, it's so, I never get, I never get tired of that shit. Every time I call them and they're like, fucking gourmet, I'm like, like I've got to, I've got to try to keep it together. Like, I, I imagine, like the way you say it, I just imagine somebody with like. A New Jersey Italian accent and fucking gourmet. Like, fucking gourmet. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it's a fucking gourmet. Um, but no, that but, but I'll tell you I what though. Here. I'll tell you what. That shit was good too. You like really like don't. That, Jeff, you don't hate it here. <laughs> you me, love it here. You fucking like. love it here. Jeff, you fucking love it here. But um but no, actually the fucking gourmet is fucking good. Like it's real fucking good. Fucking okay. Beignet. Legit, I just saw. I just saw Britney's like glass door open of its own accord behind her, and I was like, "This is 
this this about turned into a horror movie. This is like fucking unfriended. Beignet just hulks like, the right in. He pushes that shit open. I thought there was a fucking ghost entering your room. <laughs> like imagine, imagine me playing Phasmophobia and that shit happens. The first time it fucking happened, I lost my shit. I was like, Have you ever you tried not? play have you ever tried playing VR as a cat owner? <laughs> no. No. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's fun. <laughs> Every now and then you'll just feel a paw reaching up onto your shoulder. Dude, I would shit in my pants. Why is your door keep opening like that? That's beignet. He opens and closes it. How does he closing it? He's a dog. Does it go, does it go both ways? Yeah, it goes it opens both ways, but it doesn't have like any handles on it. It just you push the like it has like uh, little like I guess magnets at the top, so you can like push and pull it. And he knows to push with his nose to get it open. So he just walks into it head first. Yeah, pretty much. He essentially just fucking bum rushes the door, and then when he wants to leave, <laughs> it's not closed all the way, so he'll nudge it open and then just slide his fat body through. Well, believe it or not, this is a video game podcast, and we do have video game topics to talk about. Um, although Justin just waved. Justin's like, "Fuck it, I want to talk about fast food." <laughs> like, let's go. We can fucking, I mean, I can do that shit all night long. Or if you guys want, I can talk about uh, my Super NT some more. I can do that. I just picked up Chrono Trigger today. So the thing about Jack in the Box is. Oh, man. (laughs) That's fucking. That's fucking. (laughs) Wow. Holy shit. All right. What happens? Everyone just logs off. But we should (laughs) actually, actually, you know what we should do is we should kick it off with what we've been playing because I would love to hear Brittany's thoughts on near replicant thus far. Yeah, I would love to talk about that. Please do, Britt. Let's kick that off. All right, so I've been playing Near Replicant, which you guys should have seen. If not, shame on you. Go I was back there. And I was the there. Old episodes. I was there. Um, and it's been very fun, as you all know. I have had some Near Automata takes on this podcast. Before. You have. So first off, let me. So I've been playing Near. Let's just start off with that. I, I've been playing near. I love how she says I've been playing near and immediately pours a glass of wine. Like this could go. Yeah, that's this, what I did last this time. could go either way. Like yeah. So I've been playing near. Um, it's been very fun. Love the music in the game. Um, it is very pretty, and I did not think I was going to like it as much as I did. Um, I think it's beautiful. It's very, very well done as far as a remaster goes, because they, they kind of did it like they did uh, Shadow of the Colossus. Still the same game, but they completely reworked like the yeah. combat and everything. So it's just, it's it feels nice and new. You can't even tell it's an older game. It plays a lot. Like that's, you'll hear me on the streams over and over again. I say the combat plays so much better than, um, Automata. Automata is a little too. Hmm. I didn't care for Automata's combat. Yeah, I I liked it's... Automata's combat, but I think I feel like Automata does dodging better. I find it very hard to I, dodge yeah, I in Replicant. I I I block a lot more than I dodge. But with with Automata, all you literally have to do is just hold down the trigger, and then like it like activates almost right yeah no like, like I, it has a very loose like activation for the like the dodge right i, I agree Whereas this one you have to time it more well which is why i just focus on blocking because who's got time for that shit um <laughs> um and it the combat's really fun i'm having a, a lot more f- i don't feel as frustrated with it um 
when I first started playing Automata, I tried playing, I want to say like two years ago, and I got to the very end tutorial, like that first hour of the game, I got to the very end and died, and I had to start all the way back at the beginning. Classic. The classic near Automata intro <laughs> experience. Yeah. Yeah. That's the good um, shit. And so another thing I like about this, about um, Replicant, is that it gradually paces you into the combat whereas automata it's like you literally drop in and it's like you're fucking dodging everything you're dodging everyone like they don't really tell you how to play like they give you just a brief little rundown whereas like replicant and eases you into it right like you have certain certain enemies certain bosses and then you don't unlock your little like um companion abilities shooting ability until a little ways into the game so it's not just all thrown on at you at once I feel like the combat has a lot better pacing introducing you uh, to the game. Um, the story is fun. I've been playing a little bit of it in my downtime. Um, I've spent a lot of time fishing. I Doth- love nothing wrong with that. I love mm-hmm. love fishing in video games. You guys will learn that about me. I fuck like ate the shit out of that in Final Fantasy fifteen. I was literally like, just about to ask you that. I love fishing in video games. I don't know why. It's just like the most. Is it like, cathartic? Thing I was gonna say, is it like your Zen shit? Like, yeah, like, like I can get lost in that shit like hours. So as soon as this happened, I was like, "Fuck!" Like, this is gonna be it. This is gonna, this is gonna be my time <laughs> sink right here. But yeah, it's been really fun. I'm really liking all the voice acting. I love. Um, did they redo the voice acting for the game? Or I don't think so. I think it's the same. Really? I'm pretty sure it's the same because I know that Liam O'Brien voiced Grimoire Vice in the original and and he's doing it here like like so the original near oh, Gestalt that's what I'm asking cuz like how were, so maybe some characters were the same so, and others So weren't. so I so so this is the first time we're not playing as like you know Daddy Near um right. so so the so like the but the protagonist is new to us um, but I am pretty confident that the rest of the voice cast has stayed the same. I didn't know that. Yeah, I I thought it was like because like I can I can recognize Ma- Matthew Mercer. I can recognize um, this is Buddy who was voice acts with the girl. Oh, she um, Jana and Wow, Laura I, Bailey. So Laura Bailey. Bailey. It sounds Bailey. like yeah. they. I just googled it quickly. It sounds like this could be wrong. Uh, according to Reddit, it sounds like the old actors came back, but they did revoice at least some of their lines. I don't know if it's all of them. Interesting. Oh no, and that actually does make sense because you're playing as a new protagonist, so mm-hmm. so it does there's, make there's sense. New that... Story scenes and yeah. and cutscenes and stuff like that too. That were okay. in the original. Right. Now, um, you're... one thing that I do have, I have a bit of a problem with, but the thirst in me is also okay with <laughs> the fucking clothing in that game. Right, like. There's somebody wearing a butt corset. Like this is hands down. That's what it is. Like there's there's butt cleavage and it's just like a corset. And I'm like, do do people actually think this is how women dress? Do people That was one of the things that bugged me about Yeah. Automata. And like yeah. I remember I don't know if it was part of the story or just like a gameplay feature, but like the clothing actually got like some deformation as you got like hurt in battle and stuff. And I just remember there was like one emotional cutscene, and I think it was supposed to be super serious. And Two B was like sitting there talking to someone with her panties just, hanging like, out. Half yeah, her clothing's missing, and like it's just I'm like, what the like? It just was what, really weird. What I thought was a little disappointing, to be perfectly honest with you, is that like Brit, I'm assuming like did anybody here actually ever play the PS3 version of Near? Um, okay. So one, uh, you guys are all getting to enjoy it at 60 frames a second. I played that shit at 20 frames a second on PS3. Like it ran like garbage. 
and it looked like garbage. Just wasn't a very good game. This is a lot better. But um, there are some really, really, uh, like, really stupid fucking design choices that were left in the game that I and I don't understand why they're why they're still there. Like, for example, uh, in the original Near. If you looked up certain character's skirt ten times, if you manipulated the camera to look up her skirt ten times, you got a trophy for it. Um, that's still here. Um, that that is still here, uh, and it's the reason that I will never platinum the game because I will not fucking abase. I will not fucking debase myself uh, to to actually oh. like fuck that. Like I'm not. I'm just it, not going to yeah, do that. That's something now. Yeah, no, that, it's a stereotype that should have stayed back in 2000, whatever. When that and I'm pretty out. sure that's in Automata as well or something equivalent. So it's not even like it was just something left behind from the It's like, oh, no, it was an obvious choice. In fact, well, actually, Jeff, uh, like I'm, the Automata one is for like self-destructing, which just like destroys. Oh, like, OK, sorry. Skirt or something. It, well, in fact, the the name of the is trophy. Like, no, no, I better? I was ju- I was just clarifying <laughs> that there was more to it than just the like, manipulating like, oh, the blowing, camera, blowing yourself up. Like, okay, that's silly. Blowing and off fun. your clothing, and then you were like blowing of... off underwear, and I was like, <laughs> okay, I so got almost all the automata trophies just by purchasing them from the under- vendor. Underwear was like, so I didn't do most of this stuff. So the name of the trophy is Daredevil. In. Yep. What are you gonna do? Fuck around and find out is what I'd call <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. It's uh. Wow. So so Je- Jeff was right. By the way, uh, the same thing is present in Automata, but two B will like swat your, you like your camera away if you if you linger, which I don't know why you want to do that. That almost makes it the... worse. Like she's resisting it, and the game still wants you to. Oh, yeah. Like, like I just. Jeff! I hate it. Yeah. No thanks. <laughs> uh, I was I I personally was disappointed to see that that was still there. Um, just because like, you know, like it was never okay, but <laughs> I, I, I was hoping that we had moved past, you know, puerile juvenile shit like that. And like, we're not, I we mean, haven't apparently. So the in, Japanese like, anime, like tropes, right? Uh, like, and that's a conversation we'll have for, on another podcast, but <laughs> there's a lot of bad tropes. Um, and I'm not going to say that specifically come from Japan, but that Japan has heavily influenced, like, especially in anime and stuff. Like, we've had the persona discussion here, too. Like, oh, yes. Just like there's. Yeah, it's uh-huh. not exclusive to them by any means, but right. definitely it's a it's yeah. a problem in a lot of those games. Right. And it's it's just disappointing from. You know, a mm-hmm. consumer standpoint. Well, and also just from a maturity but standpoint, to wrap like it around, I'm having a lot of fun with it. Um, the combat's great. I love the character designs. Fucking love the music. I could listen to the music in any near game, all day, any game, like any day. Like it's just Chef's Kiss. So thank you to Square for giving us the code. And thank you very much, Square. To, um, be able to play it because I'm enjoying it a lot. It's definitely making me want to go back and replay Automata. Now I'll be totally honest oh. with you. I've played about well, an hour and a half it, of like it. I should say I never beat Automata. You should go back and beat it. Like it's like get get at least the A, B, and C. And I got overwhelmed. There's a lot. Like there's excuse a lot. Me. And yeah. There's a lot of side quests and like you guys were hearing me say this all the time when I play video games, and it's one of the reasons why I have such a hard time getting into Breath of the Wild. Is if you like release me into a big like I like linear games where you do stuff on the side and then it opens right. up at the end. So at least yeah. I'm a little bit more familiar with what I'm doing. 
um, when you would just immediately launch me into a world and you give me side quests from like level five to fucking fifty, like I am just I shut <laughs> down. Like I get way I'm paralyzed too by choice. Yeah, I'm the same yeah. way. Mm-hmm. I I just I can't like it's too much for me, and I'm like I'm also OCD, so I want to complete everything as I go, but like. So I'll get stuck on hard quests and hard shit that I'm not supposed to be doing. And that, yeah, so that's that's why I stopped playing Automata. So I'm hoping after playing the And that's another thing I love about Replicant is like the, the side quests aren't overwhelming, right? Like you, you get them in one area and you complete them and then you go to the next. And like, it's just, it's well balanced. Like instead of just completely throwing you into situations, which I feel like Automata did. And that they're probably banking on you knowing how to play the prior games whereas this is like mm-hmm. yeah for anyone was so well I, i'm gonna be totally honest with you like like i oh jeff i'm sorry were you gonna say something no i was just gonna say uh whenever brit's done i can go next because i got a good segue yeah please um, jeff go that. ahead man um yeah i don't know like brit's really close into talking to me to trying uh replicant because i i played automata i gave it the old college try i did roots a through e and uh it wasn't bad but i I just like i don't know i could have sworn you love that game like maybe i'm remembering wrong like i no i i distinctly remember jeff did not love that game okay (laughs) um yeah i mean looking at it like objectively it's it's a good game like i can tell it's a good game the presentation's good the music's amazing the art direction's good the gameplay, I played it on, like, basically automatic because I was only in it for the story. But, like, I could tell there's some interesting stuff there. Like, it's a good game. I just, I think it was one of those things that got, like, way too overhyped for me. And I kept waiting for, like, my mind to be blown. And I just, like, I don't know. Some of the voice acting was a little too, like, uh, the way, dramatic, the way some JRPGs are. Like, a little overacting. 9S. 9S. Yeah, like, just a little, I don't know. It just not just not my cup of tea. That's all. But it was, you know, I, I don't regret playing it. Um, I just think it, maybe my expectations were unrealistic. But there was a lot of like the little stuff, like replaying that uh, rupee or whatever. Like that was a drag. I hate replaying games. I almost the only games I replay are Naughty Dog games because they're like movies, and that, it just feels like watching a movie over and over again. But um, that was a that was a struggle just getting through that rupee. And I've heard that Replicant has like a couple things like that, but it's not nearly to that extent. But just what Britt was saying, like. Some of the like the combat's the other thing. I like what she's saying about the combat. Um, because I do like the world of Nier. I think it's a really interesting mm-hmm. world that they've created. The lore is really cool. Um, like I said, I like everything about it. Just I didn't have a good time playing the game. So with that said, I'm I'm like thinking about getting replicant, but uh I actually all I've been playing lately is Final Fantasy 14. So, you know, whatever. Change the days since we last mentioned Final Fantasy or fucking whatever. I don't think we ever made it like past one show yo we made um, it 35 minutes this episode that's pretty that's good pretty good oh that sucks I, I gotta <laughs> i gotta pump i gotta get those numbers down yeah but um yeah so i've been just catching up on 14 i did all the 5.4 and 5.5 content so i'm ready for that uh the final part two or whatever the final uh main story quest before the expansion uh and on the topic of near i finished the uh i had done the um uh the uh what do you call it the yorha uh, dark dark apocalypse no, I did the copied factory oh the copied factory puppets yeah, bunker and I did puppets bunker and then the brand new one the tower um puppets i bunker and the tower 
are really fucking good. Paradigm really Tower cool. is awesome. Yeah. I haven't yeah. done any since Copied Factory. I haven't played 14 in such a long time. Brit, Brit, run, run Puppets Factory and Paradigm Tower with me after the podcast. No, I don't yeah, even just have do a 14 it. subscription up. <laughs> you, I mean, you will get back into it before the expansion, I'm sure. So yeah, yeah. we should run it together when it comes out because... And yeah, that's, absolutely. Um, if like if we want to mm-hmm. get like a group together to like catch up and gear up before the new content, I'm. I mean, I can. I mean, I can. I mean, Jeff can vouch for the fact that I can make. You, I can. I can make you oh, some I new know. gear. So, so. Uh, sorry, Justin brought up a good point. Justin hasn't played fourteen and he's confused. Uh, so Justin, they um, uh, there's three raids in fourteen uh that came out over the last couple of years since the Shadowbringers expansion, and this and is they good were all background info because like maybe not everyone knows. Yeah. Um, so there's three of them and they're all based on near, they're like a near tie on tie in. So I, I um, knew that existed, but I didn't know any of the real specifics of it. Uh, yeah. And actually they brought in, um, it's Yoko Taro, right? Yoko Taro. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. She came in and designed the raids and worked with them. They brought in the composer. So it's like, uh, it's actually Yoko Taro. Like, you know, he created the scenarios and stuff like that. They brought oh, in the near really composer cool. to do the music. And there's some really cool, like, uh, especially the final boss of, um, copied factory, they like merged the weight of the world with the final fantasy prelude yes. yeah oh God. it's so it's good, so good. That awesome. yeah that no no it, when that trailer launched it was just <laughs> yeah no justin I'm justin really... what, i actually need to shoot you a link to that to that track after the podcast because it like jeff it's fucking oh it's so it goes good together so well yeah. no, but, make um, people listen to it in chat here i'll go do it yeah you, okay you guys keep talking the, i'll go find it uh but yeah the the raids were really cool because like i said i like everything about near i just didn't have a great time playing it but um it's a nice way to get to like go back into that world and revisit these characters and get some of that music and that visual design and that art direction uh with but like with really familiar final fantasy mechanics that i know and love and play so it's it's a really nice marriage between um two games and it seems like uh, it was really well received as well, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I've just been playing okay, lots I'm, of that game. I'm dropping it in. Ignore the anime yeah, girl. I don't know so why that's there, but good. it's the only. Sh- it's a, It's like a short. It's version. so good. Um, um and but, I, w- I will. I, one last thing on 14. I want to say. Uh, dude, talk, I, you I'm can talk about 14 to, all day. I'll listen. I don't have much else to say. I, I just I'm trying to go in with an open mind. But I played 5.4 and the 5.5 main story quest. And I keep waiting for Fan Daniel to not suck, but boy, does Fan Daniel still fucking suck. He's just, he's, Fan Daniel is not a great character. Okay, I'm going to say this about 14. And and I'm sorry, there's a character named Fan Daniel. There's a character named Fan Daniel. Back at it again. Fan Daniel. And not only is his name Fan Daniel, but his name is Fan Daniel, and he comes at a point in the story. He is the Tucker Carlson of Final Fantasy 14. He comes at a point in the story where. You think it's all wrapped up and said and done, and then in comes fucking Fan, Fan Daniel, Daniel, right? <laughs> and you're like, "Who the fuck is this motherfucker?" Like he's just it, this, especially he's the Chadley of Final Fantasy fourteen. He is. But like he's put it in con- to put. I think to put it in context for people that don't play fourteen, it'd be like imagine if you finished the entire entire Metal Gear saga and you just finished like the emotional conclusion to boss's story, it's Snake story, and then another fucking snake Fan suddenly Daniel. appeared, and he was like. This like really flamboyant, like oh, I'm gonna kill you all dancing yeah. around, and, and you just like, what the yeah, fuck? where did this come from? <laughs> so, and especially like like Emmett Salk is a tough act to follow, right? Like he's a top tier Final Fantasy villain, um, and like everybody loves Emmett Salk. He's just a great fucking character, uh, and then you get, <laughs> and then you get Fan Daniel. Like even his name <laughs> sucks. 
like he anyway yeah what i was saying before i interrupted that is like one of my non-driving mm. horses behind continuing the story with final fantasy mm. 14 Shadowbringers into um the fucking moon what is it called ed walker uh, whatever it's the moon um yeah. into the moon it's because i don't care like it Shadowbringers had the best story and i care fucking fan daniel man fan daniel does suck Fan Daniel does suck, but I will. I, I, he's I, paired with Xenos, who also isn't the greatest character. Like, I mean, but I mean, like, at least Xenos is threatening. You know, like, Fan Daniel is just yeah. laughable. Um, he's not a, he's not a great fucking character. Uh, but, you know, to kind of. I'm giving him benefit of the doubt. I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt. Because Emmett Selk was really goofy the first time he showed up. Emmett's. Yeah, but Emmett Selk turned out to be a fucking amazing character. Anyway, uh, but, Justin, what have you been playing? So, um, I finished up a playthrough of uh, Jedi Fallen Order just in time for them to announce an actual next-gen version that. is coming this summer. I, uh, I thought because it had gotten an enhanced BC patch that it wasn't going to get anything else. I just assumed <laughs> it was done. And then they're like, hey, guys, guess what? But I had a lot of fun. I, I might I might finish up the last like couple little trophies or something I have when the new version comes out, but... I, I liked that game a whole lot, and I think I appreciated it a bit more this time than last time, since some of the really bad performance issues and stuff were uh, were ironed out. Um, I also um, replayed uh, Resident Evil Seven. Uh, oh, I need to do that next week. For eight next yep. week. Um, oh, I that's forgot. next week. Yeah, next week. Yeah, is that, is that out a, next week? Next, yeah, sa- next, next Friday. Friday. Yeah. And Pokemon Snap is this tomorrow. Friday. Tomorrow. 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 Tomorrow Shit, I need to download that tonight. Pokemon Fuck. Snap. Um, so there's going so. to be a lot to talk about in the next... Oh, yeah. yes. I am yeah, literally... So. Justin, I'm taking the day off on Friday Effect, for like, Resident what? Evil. Three weeks after that? It's week after It's next. week after next, yeah. So two, two weeks. weeks. I was on top of that one. Did you see that? Yeah. I yeah. was paying attention to that Mass Effect conversation. No, that that's the reason why... The only reason I haven't gotten Nier Replicant myself yet, because I loved Automata. I hadn't played Re- uh, the original Nier at all. But um, I loved, loved Automata. Um, but there's just so much stuff coming out that I'm going to wait a little bit on Replicant since I don't think I'm quite in the right mood right now. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I replayed Resident Evil 7. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, it it's kind of weird because a lot of the stuff that I really really liked when I originally played it, I didn't like so much this time. But some of the stuff that I didn't like much when I played it before, I enjoyed this time. It was it was just kind of nice to um to go back to it and kind of see how they've taken, you know, Resident Evil for the past few years because you know there was seven and then they remade two and three. So it's been a while since the last like actual mainline one, and they've been playing around with, um between various things uh in the series i'm i'm so excited for eight i think eight looks awesome uh Uh, dude the the fucking the fucking resident evil 4 vibes it's giving me are just sending me over the moon oh my god it's just a mix of seven and four like blatantly god and i i can't wait have you guys seen the fucking trailer for eight on twitter and what they have as like the picture on the video have you guys seen that oh yes i can guess yes can i guess yeah i, I want to hear it no i i actually don't know 
It's her fucking eating the hand, but it's still screen, so it just look like, looks like oh. she's just shoveling a dick in her yeah, mouth. Yeah, that's exactly that what. Not yep. what I was gonna guess. Nope. Yep. And and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna be I'm legit. Not being dramatic. No, no, she's not. And Brit, I li- like when I fir- when I saw the still image, I thought it was like I thought it was a Photoshop dick. I thought it was a like, Photoshop too. too. But no, that's the actual thumbnail for the latest trailer. Can somebody throw the uh, the link in, in chat for everybody, including Jeff, to see, actually? Sam, Sam, you're in chat. I know you can get up I know Sam can do it. Like, <laughs> Don't put that on Sam. <laughs> oh, no. I, He's proud of it. Don't worry about that. Oh, no. <laughs> Sam's got it. Sam's ready to go. It's like a katana. He's like, shing! Like, he's ready to throw that shit in chat. Sam, if you could drop that in chat for everybody, uh, including Jeff, to see. Uh, that would be fantastic yes, because you, you you can't look you cannot look at that and tell me that's that doesn't look like a dick when you're not look like that's legit like what I, I was like what the oh fuck? my god I thought <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah see <laughs> the people the people that posted it too I thought were ones that were ones that would have that. so I thought for sure it was a joke. But no, no, the internet, <laughs> the internet made break the in case of in case of emergency break glass and then just smash the horny button in the uh, marketing Jeff, for Jeff had to get up and leave. Also, yeah. also, if if you if you do hashtag uh, Resident Evil Village, uh, it, it's, it's it's Lady D. Because of course it is. Yep. <laughs> Lady D. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce her actual name. So. Oh, fuck. Dimitrescu. But but <laughs> Jeff had to get up and fucking walk away. He couldn't yeah, take no, it anymore. He didn't have a drink for that. So it was very fun to replay, uh, to replay seven. Um, <laughs> and again, just echoing, like... It has been astounding to me just how much of a hot street Capcom has been on since they released seven. Yeah, especially um, it's like, dude, they were in trouble a few years ago. They, like they were in a lot of trouble. And like that game release was like a big turning point for that company, and they have been on fire ever since then. And then like, you know, Monster Hunter World and you know, Monster and you know, Resident Evil Two and Three remakes and you know, Monster, Monster Hunter, like, Rise they're on the recently. fucking, they're on top of the fucking world now, Resident dude. Resident Evil Village next week, yeah, they're they're killing it. Um, and then I, in a little while at midnight, I'm gonna be checking out Returnal. Um, which oh good, I'm probably gonna die a lot. No Pokemon quickly. Snap for you? Uh, I'm gonna grab Pokemon Snap probably relatively soon. Um, I'll I'll mostly be playing that at work. Um, Switch games I basically just play at work because I get a lot of downtime. So yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Um, I've, I've been a big fan of Housemark, even though I can barely progress at all in their games. Yeah, their games are so uh, fucking hard, dude. Their, their games are so hard and their previous games have had difficulty levels and I play them on the easiest difficulty level and I still get demolished and Returnal does not have that. So we'll see how it goes. But, um, just the combination of Deathloop getting delayed and just me wanting to support, uh, Housemark. I uh, I wanted to I want to jump in for that and hopefully um, sometime next week I'm gonna try to stream it for you guys. So oh that'd be great, dude. Me. That'd be fantastic. I'll loops. watch that and uh, die a bunch. Uh, that'd be really fun. I'll tell you yeah, what. I think the uh, no, I was just gonna say on return. No, I think the the combination of it being a roguelike with like two hour runs plus no difficulty makes it like a uh, my worst possible game. But I love House Mark and I think the game. Uh, it does look really cool, so I'll definitely try it 
either on a once it's on sale or, or maybe it'll get added to PlayStation Plus someday because uh, yeah, I mean it's a super talented studio and it really sucks the review that, the reviews have been yeah very very positive yeah they have no um, yeah. yeah I feel bad for Housemark because they I think they've been honestly low key one of the best kind of developers in that mid space and just the type of games they made I think they didn't have the marketing behind it and like maybe no, a lot of people was, weren't into twin stick shooters and stuff like that but they, they deserve success they really had a, they had a statement where they straight up said arcade is dead like they <laughs> released several yeah. of their best reviewed games in a row and mm-hmm. nobody bought them like they're like we Machi- the best arcade games ever next, made and none of you Machi- fuckers bought it so we're done next machina mm-hmm. was fucking incredible um, i mean that was a pc exclusive though too right Which no no it was on playstation, was on PlayStation. Oh, yeah it? i yeah. didn't know that okay um and uh yeah i have it it's very very good um but they really, it seems like they did a really good job of blending housemark DNA with what people would expect from like a Sony ex- exclusive and stuff. So I'm very curious to see how it pans out. I'm not sure how how good at it I'm going to be or how much I'll like it, but I, I wanted to take a chance on it um, because I just want to support this studio. I th- I, I, I'm willing to spend the full price cost on it to support a studio I care about. So I'll tell you guys this much. Um, I have not played. I've played like an hour and a half of near replicant. I've, I've done my dailies in final fantasy 14, but aside from that, all I have fucking played are super Nintendo games on my super NT guys, guys, no, seriously, John, John, can I be open and vulnerable with you for a second? Yes. At my own at my own expense, literally until now. Despite you mentioning the Super NT uh, like a thousand times, did it occur to me that it was like referring to Super Nintendo? What did you think it was referring to? Nothing. I don't know. Just thought that's what it was called. What did you think it was referring to? Like I, it's not like I've posted about it on Twitter, Jeff. I don't know. I don't know. I just, I didn't make the connection between Jeff, I love you so much. You confused the shit Jeff, out of me, but I love you. Jeff, I literally made him sit down and explain what it was last week for people that didn't know. <laughs> I, guys, I gotta tell you though, I am so, I'm so fucking Wait, happy. Wait, what is it? Wait, what, what, what's a Super NT? Yeah. You know what a okay, Super I'm NT is. Okay, I'm gonna get water while we go through this. You know what a Super NT is. I'm not explaining. Super Nintendo? Do you not know? Do you yeah, he's seriously playing a Super Nintendo? No. Do you seriously not know what a Super or what a Super NT is, Brittany? No. A Super NT is a um, it's a console made by Analog that plays Super Nintendo games at 1080p, 60 frames a second on a 4K TV. Um, it's incredible. Um, what's that? I didn't know that. It's fucking incredible. I just know that, knew that Finn wanted one really bad, and I threw money at it. So that's what it is. Um, I didn't need to know what it was if it made my friend happy. So that's that's exactly um, what it is. And and speaking of happy, I am I am so fucking happy. Like I, I have had, <laughs> I literally cannot play this thing without a smile on my face. Um, uh, I went out, I grabbed Chrono Trigger today on cartridge. Uh, this plays. <clears throat> you know, it's a Super Nintendo, but it's <clears throat> super duper high end Super Nintendo, so it plays everything from carts. Um, after I'm done with, uh, Final Fantasy VI, I'm going to play through Super Mario RPG. Uh, I've got Super Metroid ready to go. I picked up Chrono Trigger today. Um, and, uh, 
so Rar asked in chat, can one just casually grab Chrono Trigger on cartridge? Um, there's a place nearby uh, that it's a used game store, and uh, they they let me know whenever they they get uh, some some hard to find classic stuff in. So they had Chrono Trigger. I ran in and grabbed that. Um, and uh, it, it's just oh god, dude, I am on a fucking nostalgia bomb right now. It has been like I I play all these games annually, but I like you know for the past 25 years I played them all on ROMs. I have not played these games from actual Super Nintendo cards in so fucking long. Um, and it is the absolute purest way to play them. At 1080p, uh, blown up on my 4K television, like they look so fucking crisp and beautiful. Like, holy shit. I can this is the this is the only way I can play a Super Nintendo game ever again. Uh, and I am just having a fucking ball. Like I'm I'm having an absolute fucking blast. I could not be happier. Um John, your happiness makes me happy. Well, thank you, Jeff. I it's, appreciate you know, that. Really, like, it's, I know how much you love these games, and it's it's just really heartwarming to see you get to yeah. enjoy them all over again. I'm, I know I've I, I know I've been joking around with you, but like I don't take I, it seriously. I also know exactly how much like this sort of thing means to you, and how excited you are about it. And uh, I don't know, it's it's awesome. Like, it's not going to be something for me because I don't have cartridges lying around. I don't have a store around here where I can easily get them and I'm not paying eBay prices. No, but like that. for somebody that can, and like, I think it's a super cool option. Well, Finn is going to get his tomorrow uh, by noon as I overnighted it to him. Um, and I am so fucking, I am so fucking excited uh, for him to open it. As soon as I saw one on eBay for a decent price, I, I like, you know, I hate enabling scalpers, but I had to, I, I had to grab him one because I don't know if they're going to make them again because analog regularly phases their hardware out. Um, like they just did a run of the of the of the NT, which is basically the the NES version of the Super NT of the of the Super NT, and they're not making that anymore. Um, and I don't, and it could be years before we see another Super NT if we ever see one again at all. Um, so I so I saw it and I grabbed it for Finn because I knew he would want one. Um, and. Uh, and yeah, like, like it's just, it means so like, I talk a lot about games preservation. Um, and you know, the, like a lot of these games are just going to be lost to time eventually. Um, and so that, and so any company that is willing to take the time, uh, to dedicate to, to keeping these games alive for future generations is just so important. Um, because there are so many, so many of the games that we love and play today we would not be enjoying had it not been for those other games uh, that came before it that inspired all these games that we love currently. Um, you know, like, I mean, Super Metroid is the basic, I mean, like the model for every Metroidvania that came after it. Like every single one uh, owes something to Super Metroid uh, in some way. Um, the, 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 you know, the developers of Hollow Knight have come out and said that, have come out and stated that plainly, like, you know, this game would not exist without, without, you know, Super Metroid. Um, and, and so, and now that I can introduce my son to these games on the carts is, is just fucking like, just makes me happy in a way that I cannot describe. Uh, I have, I have a question that is not snarky, even though it's going to come out this way. Okay. Does he actually have interest in wanting to play like older games yes. that you love? He actually, yes, he does. He actually loves the soundtrack of Final Fantasy VI so much that he downloaded it all on his iPod. Um, and, uh, and so he actually, I'm giving him my Game Boy, uh, my modded GBA and a few of my GBA cards to play. Cause he is super interested in playing older games now. Um, see, that's pretty cool because most kids, 
his age, and I'm showing my age here by saying this, but I have a 13-year-old that lives with me, so I know, like, they don't want to play games that are, like, pixel or sprites, right? Like, they're just, they're just not into that. So it's really cool that, and I'm sure he's grown up with it around you. I mean, how many times have you played Final Fantasy VI and just his existence alone? <laughs> so. Oh, no, his, uh, the ringtone on his iPhone is uh, Kefka's theme. Oh, so really? like yeah so like he i mean he loves i mean he loves the he loves older games that's amazing um and uh you know he loves newer games too but 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 his thing is you know uh, you know he's like he's like dad i really want to play the games that that you know that i want to try some of the games that you were playing when you were my age or or you know like you know he's 13 now and um you know he's like he's like i, I kind of want to see where where you know where where you really started getting into this so now i have a way to show him um without having to resort to like emulators and roms uh and and so it's just it's so it's oh it's so fucking cool like like i just you know when i got my super nt and i unwrapped it and i just like jammed that cartridge in there it's the first time i've done that in like 25 years and it just oh it's so satisfying it was so satisfying i cried a little bit i was like oh it's fucking awesome like yeah i was having a i'm having a good old fucking time I think that's cool because I'm yeah, like almost too. 34 and I don't want to play a Super Nintendo game, man. That's, that's, that's really old. Right. Like, to, to clarify, I think it's also super cool that you can find something that makes you that happy right now during mm. a pandemic, right? Because a lot of us aren't really yeah. happy right now. We, whatever, you, whatever you can do to be happy, you fucking do it. We you all, I mean, do. you know, I mean... I, for anybody who is viewing right now, like if you could, I mean, you could look behind me, you can tell that I've got kind of a thing for Super Nintendo games. Um, so you know, yeah, that's my. I see a Reno up there, though. That's you see that's what? Pretty good. Of course, yeah, of course. Reno. I I gotta I gotta have Reno up there. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm extremely happy right now, you guys. Um, and there's actually something that uh, so so Justin had mentioned Returnal, um. And if you guys don't mind, there's there's a, a small like mini topic I'd like us to discuss for a minute, and that is review discourse. Um, because you know, you know I'm not going to mention any names, but you know somebody wrote a review for for Returnal, um, and there, there's there's a couple people that have right. I, actually, I was actually following this for a while because I was curious about reviews for the game, and then I saw all this stuff blow up and. and like, I've admittedly been off Twitter because it has not been great for my mental health. So. I mean, Twitter is awful for my mental health. So high right. five. Yeah. yeah so I like I get on and I scroll and I'm like within like thirty seconds, I'm like, nah, this. This is was a good. mistake. Yeah. yeah. If it, and I feel bad because I used to be so much more active on there, but mm-hmm. it's now now it's just like, meh, like okay. <laughs> so 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 here's the thing, right? Like somebody caught wind of a particular individual's review, decided he didn't like that review, uh, and, you know, screen capped it out to his, you know, over 100,000 followers. And we're talking about somebody who has like a few thousand on Twitter. Um, and this person got harassed and bullied to the point where she was like, I am fucking, I quit. She was like, I am done reviewing games i'm i'm out she's like it's just shit the shit just isn't worth it um that's terrible man and you know i have said many fucking times many fucking times that 
as you know, small and medium content creators, you know, we are all or content creators in general, like like we are all a reflection or of or our audience is a reflection of us, right? Like I've said that before. Our audience is a reflection of us and the content we create and the ideals that we espouse. But it goes both ways. We are also a reflection of our audiences. Um, which is why you don't see anybody in the SDGC community harassing anybody over a review that they don't like. I guarantee you don't, because that's not the atmosphere that we cultivate here. Um, and, you know, I, I've said this before, and people fob it off with, you know, well, I'm not responsible for the actions of the people that, that, that consume my content. Well, no, nobody is saying that if, you know, if somebody goes out and like, you know, robs a fucking liquor store and yells, you know, it, you know, in your name, like, you know, that no, you're not responsible for that. But, but if you are directly influencing people or if you are directly inspiring people to go out and make somebody's life li a living hell to the point where they decide to leave their career and go do something else, then that is a direct, that is, that is a direct indictment of you and the content that you produce. Um, and to say that, that none of you, you hold zero responsibility for any of the actions of your community. It's just ignorant, right? It's because lazy. If, if, if one of our community, community members went and did something and I'm sure they have, because like I said, I'm new, if they went and did something that was against what we believed or we felt was right, they wouldn't be in our community. You're out. Anymore, You're done. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's it. That so has, to say that you have no that has happened that has happened that has happened a couple times before. Yeah. To say that you have no, no like you have a fucking block button if anything, mm -hmm. right? Like you you have the ability to stop these people from consuming your own personal content depending on how they choose to present themselves in the world. You have I mean, every right the, to do that. And also just don't get so mad about review scores for fuck's sake. Well, it's like, it's validation. You know, the, people people need their opinions validated. Like, like no nobody had played this game. Reviews have been mostly very positive. There were a couple like there were no actual negative reviews from what I saw. There was just a couple that raised some points that just had some criticisms. And it's like, okay, just move on. Like it I I've never seen anything like it. Like even with like movies where people, you know, constantly track like Rotten Tomatoes scores and stuff, I still don't see anything like the overreactions we have to review scores in gaming. It's it's yeah. really pathetic. Like people are looking for validation about their feelings on a game they haven't even played yet. Um, and it's so frustrating. And like I haven't had any issues like this with anything I've reviewed. Um, I've given positive and negative reviews to stuff that I've you're a man. been able to coverage. Um but like, I'm so glad that we don't do numbered scores well, because see, like people just focus on the number and not any of the reasonings but, of how people got there, and just just the sheer person, like <coughs> the but, sheer personal level of investment these people that didn't work on the game that just are that you know want to play it put into it is like but justin here's the thing it's, it's so deeply it's, unhealthy. It, i mean i mean let's just let's just call it what it is it's mostly women who are on the receiving end of this shit it women and people of color yeah women and people of color that's that's what it is look at what happened specifically to, women who are 
who is who are yeah. people of color. Which is exactly what happened to the woman in question today. Um, and of course, it was a white man, a straight white guy, who was unhappy with her review. Same thing happened to Callie Plaggy numerous times. Same individual. Um, and guess what? It was a straight white dude who was fucking uh, angry about her Days Gone review. A game that he had not played. A game that he had not played. Like, like I can't... Justin just said it, and I can't fucking stress it enough. These are games that these people have not played. They have not fucking played them. Yeah, it's not it, out yet. It's, you can't. It's, you cannot play it right now unless you got a review code. Um, And, uh, you know, th- when you get to the point where a woman is uh, like a, a woman feels just so defeated and, and, and downtrodden to the point where she has to leave her profession where she feels like she has to leave her profession to go do something else. Got to lock your account and go do something else. Like something is seriously fucked up with you and your community. And I just want to say like, not only that, but it, it definitely has an image of people who want to pursue a career in this business absolutely i'm gonna say as 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 a whole the entertainment business because i have not you know i I, that was something i wanted to do i wanted to get into journalism and writing and doing that kind of thing and it's like just seeing what happens isn't like it's it's not a positive experience right and not everything is i get that i understand that people aren't gonna like what you have to say but the fact that people can just send people who have a following of thousands of thousands of people that are just going to come and fucking belittle you isn't great. And I am sad for our our younger generation or people who want to get in this industry that don't realize, like, that's going to happen to them. Like, God forbid they say something somebody doesn't like and they're going to get attacked relentlessly for it, whether it's based on their skin color, their size, uh, their, you know, the size of their breast, whether or not they're pretty. Like, it's just, it's very toxic and gross. And again, it's in, it's harassment on a whole new level that we don't even know how to deal with. And it's, it's just disheartening to see from the industry in general. Um, and so like, I tried to avoid seeing this stuff as best as I can, because as much as I hate to say this, I'm not surprised. Like, I'm not surprised in the least that a woman made a review, a woman of color made a review, said something that somebody didn't like, and it's getting shit all over. Like, I'm not surprised. I mean, on that note, like, I'll, I don't, I haven't seen this, you know, I'm only picking up the pieces from what you guys just said. I mean, the only thing I could say is basically what Britt just said, like when someone, anytime, anyone, literally anyone writes a review about something or expresses an opinion about something, uh, I'm just expecting them to be harassed. Yeah. Like I, I assume Absolutely. that they will get harassed. It's just what will the level of harassment be? Will it go away after a day? Will it last for three months? Will they get death threats? Like it's, and that that's fucked up. That's, the mental I tor- turmoil I see all these creators go through. It's just fucking disheartening when you can see like them building themselves back up only for another fucking wave to hit them back down. Like it's so fucking disheartening to see that. And not only like not only people in the community, but like just like women and again, women of color. Like it's like it's it's 
awful. Like I, I hate seeing them in that yeah. position. And you it's know, just it's like games. it's yeah, it's just video games, right? Like at the end of the day, everybody's playing this to have fun, have a good time. And when you like, there's no need to take it that far whatsoever. I don't care what somebody says. Um, and most of the time, it like all of the time, it's not worth the responses the woman or whoever is getting to what she wrote or what she said or who she's getting a sponsor with is not comparable to the harassment they're getting. And it, it, Brittany, like, I, I feel like this is important to point out, right? Like this individual, like when people say, and, and we've all heard it before, right? These shitty content creators who say, well, I tell my people not to go harass anyone. You know, I, I tell them not to contact these people. It's just, you know, we're just pointing it out, but we tell them not to contact these people. Bull fucking shit. You know exactly what your followers are going to do. For example, the individual in question who sent his followers after this woman today did not retweet her. He just screen capped her and did not include uh, any of the any identifying information in the screen cap. His followers actively went out and sought that person out. Um, And it got so bad that she locked her account. And she's like, fucking, I'm done. I'm leaving the industry. Um, people did fucking detective work to go find this woman. And they were, that's the story of lives with women though, right? Like, and not just the gaming sense, like look at women who get stalked on fucking dating websites. Like look at women who get stalked for simply existing, right? Like it's, it's too easy to go out and do this shit. And it's always women who are the targets. Watch fucking forensic files. Like, how many times is it women getting murdered over some kind of fucking squabble? Like, it's just, it's, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's something that women have to have to live with, and it's just, it's just getting worse. You know, I want to say it's getting better, and we have a lot of allies and a lot more people who are willing to stand up for what women go through. But it's not like it's not where it needs to be. And I, I I honestly couldn't tell you how to get it there. Like, I can't tell you like much like anything that goes on in our life right now. Like I can't tell you how to be a decent person. I can't tell you not to fucking name call somebody just because you disagree with something they say. I can't tell you to immediately snide at somebody's looks because you don't like a video game review. Like these are all things you have to do yourself. I can't tell you how to be a good person. And I, at the end of the day, like that's what it comes down to. You shouldn't have to tell anybody how to be a good person. Like you should nope. just know how to fucking do it. Not my fucking and, responsibility and to tell you to just not. Just be nice to people. Just be mm-hmm. nice to people. Well, it's like, that's you know, like, that's literally it. But it's like, you yeah. know, sh- nice. show me where the fucking review hurt touched you. Like show me where the bad review hurt you. Like, like I mean, what the fuck it. did it? Like, that, like, like that's the, that's the thing that, that blows my mind is like, if you think it's a bad review, like, like you yeah, just know, disregard it just just move on just just move on it doesn't matter like no, it really it's doesn't like, like it's, it's like not a shocking inability your... to like navigate basic things like i think this is one of the worst things that social media um has done to people and i think even good people have fallen victim to it is it's given everyone a voice and an instant voice and people have forgotten that you don't need to weigh in on everything Right. Like it is possible to just read or hear something and then just like you said, move on. Right. You do not need to reply or rebut. Even when you have good intentions, you don't necessarily need to respond to everything that you hear or see. It's okay to just move on. 
I've, and I and I say that specifically because this is something I'm trying to work on for myself too. I know I'm plenty guilty of it in the past, but like lately I've found myself writing up a response to something and then just be like, this is not worth my time or caring about and deleting it. And it's something I'm like trying to make a habit of more. It's like, like will sending this really, really do anything positive for anybody? Like, you know, well, so sorry. No, 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 Justin, you're fine. You're fine. I didn't mean to cut you off, bud. Go ahead. No, I, I, I lost track of what I was saying. Um, uh, you know, I, I, I'll say this. This individual, I'm not going to mention this person by name, but, you know, this person has apparently name dropped me several times in recent podcasts questioning my service, um, which is fine. I'm not going to give you, I'm, I'm not going to give this individual the satisfaction of mentioning them by name on my podcast. But what I will say is that it is very disappointing to see, to know that there are multiple high level individuals in this industry who are still associated with this person who are still friends with this person and will not fucking call him out on this bullshit that is fucking garbage grow some grow a fucking spine there are there and and i i don't fucking understand it i don't understand it call this fucking person out there are high level people in this industry who are associated with this person and today he fucking fucking directed a hate mob at a woman for for nothing more than writing a review of a game that he has not played because i know this person did not get a review code and and like that's that's the real kicker right right like it's <laughs> it's like the day like that's what it's about you know and 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 i just fucking you know this gaming i love video games i love video games i hate about half the fucking people who play them and <laughs> like yeah and it's, it's like i hate myself so, when i play video games like like I, I you know it's like it's it's so frustrating to me in so many ways because like i've made so many friends and met so many good people because like i got me. married because like of me. video games yeah. so because 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 of games like I, it's just like as much as I'm, I guess used to it and intellectually know that these people exist. Like I'm still constantly shocked by it because it's so different from all the wonderful people I've met, and like it's just so frustrating. I don't know why you'd want to push people out of something you're interested. In. Like if you care about something and love it, wouldn't you want other people to care about it and love it in the same, like in the same way? Like Look, the, th the just... things we love don't get better unless we criticize them. Right. You, there is nothing that is perfect except for final fantasy six. That is the only game that is perfect. Aside from that, aside from that, we can, we, everything we love in all seriousness, everything we love only gets better if we criticize it. Right, because it's the same reason why having that competition between Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo is so important. Because these three companies competing against each other, uh, you know, pushes each company to outdo the other, which is good news for us. Because that keeps because that is what gives us awesome video games at the end, right? But this hobby, as much as I love it, it's also fucking depressing sometimes because there's so much hatred in it and there's so much vitriol and there's so much bullshit 
and the the review discourse today like i feel like we have this cycle we have this talk every few months right like like you know and 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 there's always an outlier right like returnal got really good review scores this woman did not care for returnal right she she wrote it her opinions about like it. A scathing it, it, wasn't, it wasn't even it, particularly negative it was just they had some mixed feelings yeah and and that was not good enough for people who have not played the fucking game and and it all goes and and part of it and you know what somebody said it in chat um on the part of the con- on the part of the individual whipping the mob up it's control right it's having control um it's it's i'm a dude in this space and and I'm gonna do it. I I feel threatened, right? Because because there are fewer dudes who look like me in this space now. For for the audience, it's about validation. I haven't played this video game yet, but but I'm really excited about it. This person doesn't seem to like it, and that pisses me off. I need my feelings validated. You know how many fucking games there are that I've loved that have not gotten good review scores. I mean, I mean, if you are the sort of person, if you are the sort of person that needs that that needs civic fucking help to enjoy something, like like if you need other people to validate your enjoyment of something, then that is just a sad, sad fucking existence. And I cannot imagine waking up every morning, looking in the mirror, and thinking that's what I'm going to do with my day. That's how I'm going to spend my day. I'm going to find a review to get pissed off about because I can't enjoy it anymore. Oh, man. Dude, oh, it, just, it literally makes bile rise in my fucking throat. I don't want to cut you off, John. No, no, go ahead. We're kind of wrapping up. Um, um, and then, so the the last topic, it's funny. We We had like a list of 10 topics that were kind of uh week i'll say in our i'm sorry so i'm sorry i i the the, my topic was kind of off the cuff and i was just it's been on my head i didn't mean to bogart you man i'm sorry no 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 no, more interesting than what we had honestly Uh, on the docket i can't believe we missed missed this one so this is what i want to end the show with i want to take you back to october of 2018 when nintendo released a little game called super mario party oh my god yes i'm so glad you brought this up I'm so Nintendo glad Switch, you brought this October up. October of 2018. Then I want to take you back to February of 2019, September of 2019, March of 2020. <laughs> we did not get a single new board. Not a single new mode. Oh, this is so good. Not a hint of life from this game that people wanted to love. And then in April of 2021, just shy of three years since it released. Nintendo has released an update uh, that will allow you to play online with your friends because for some uh, for some reason uh, they released Mario Party without the ability to play online with your friends in, in the age in this the age of streaming the age of a pandemic the age of uh, online connectivity and I social don't experience. fucking you understand how this update would have been a year ago even a year ago yeah. <laughs> I really don't get this one. I It's so weird. Like, props for doing the only the really cynical part of me is like, man, I fucking traded this game in two years ago because nothing was happening and they want me to drop another 80 bucks on it. Motherfuckers, and they're gonna get me. <laughs> like it's I, just <sighs> it's th- this is just 
it's so funny because like this is so Nintendo. Like like it's hilarious that this game didn't have online play and we've made plenty of jokes about how they released a Mario Party in 2018 without online play. And then in, they add it in 2021. Like it's it's just one of those baffling moves that this company keeps doing. Like this isn't a bad move at all. It's the free up. It's great. It's yeah, awesome. I love it, but I mean, <laughs> look, look, I look, I am still going to fucking like I loved Mario. I love Mario Party, right? I'm st- I'm going to go back and play it online. I this, was muted from when I stole my I mean, stole. This when I hugged my son. It's okay. What, I'm gonna, what I was going to say is I'm still going to steal some fucking stars. You trust and believe. <laughs> Chrono Target in chat says, hey, remember the Switch had a great game chat system? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's the joke. No, this update was just so funny because, like, when it was announced, everybody was just like, wait, what? Like, <laughs> because, like, it's the most random fucking shit, dude. Like, if, this, if this had leaked, no one would have believed it. Like, so, right? It's like, no, Nintendo's not going to fuck, fucking update Mario Party two and a half years later with I have a theory. play. I have a theory. I think we are going to get a new, a new Mario Party announced soon, and this and it's going to have full online capabilities, and this is them testing the waters for that. I don't... That's I don't what know. I think. That's what I think. See, I think this is more evidence against another new Mario Party. No, I, yeah. I think I think late next year, like like 2022, we'll see a new Mario Party released. That's what I think. I I, I think. That- I just want to know, like, I want. I really want to know. Did it take them three know. years to figure out how to add online to it, or did they just? Did they just? I like, mean, that Switch infrastructure isn't great, man. After two and a half years, like last week, they were like, "Hmm, what if we did this?" Oh. Yeah, we could just do that. And let's just let's just. I mean, uh, or there was like one guy they assigned to it back when they were developing. <laughs> he just he forgot like, to you know, press the button. They, they forgot to like let him out of whatever office. They locked him in in a basement, and then they're <laughs> oh just God. like, "Oh, hey, let, let let's uh let's uh ch- let's check yeah, we, on this." guy. They just forgot like, to press the button. They were like, "Wait, we never enabled the online. Let's do that." So honestly, to me, what it feels like is that in 2018 it released. It obviously flopped. It not. Like, nothing of Nintendo flops because it's Nintendo, but it flopped for Nintendo standards, right? And I think they were slowly, like, like barely, like, maybe smidge working on it. And then the pandemic hit, right? Every now and then. Yeah, they had one of those birds. And then the pandemic hit last year, and they were like, oh, shit, like, where are we? Like, where's our progress on this? And the guy's like... Yeah, about that. Like, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna lie. I haven't been working on it too much. So they probably like were like, "Oh shit, we need to get fucking working on this." And I, I'm assuming between quarantine and just them like Zelda's anniversary and all that shit, they've been slowly working on it. But I don't think they've been doing much up until last year hit, and then they were like, was, "Oh shit, we need to get in, get in." Definitely on an email someone sent like three years ago to one. Oh day, like, hey, yeah, into this. And yeah. then, like, three years later, they're like, hey, I never got a reply. Like, did you get my email? Oh, fuck. They're, I like, cleaning my- out their inbox and just like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> my email. I never hit send. I never hit send. Shit. I cannot fucking believe that. Like, that is just, like, I'm happy, but, like, dude, guys, you couldn't even give us a new board? 
Like, I mean, I mean I, that's also typical, that's also the funny thing is there's like no additional content. It's just online. online. Like, yeah, which like, is great. Mario Party is like made for DLC, like boards, like mini games. So like, weird I, with their DLC. It's just, it's just, it's just funny from a whole lot of reasons, and it's like one of the most Nintendo things mm-hmm. imaginable. And yet, that Nintendo Switch is just gonna keep fucking selling, man. Like, there's no stopping Did that fucking anybody- thing. Did anybody else watch Mortal Kombat? I have not. I don't want to pay thirty bucks to watch. Oh, that's it. right. You're 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 not. It's not just on HBO Max. Yeah. There. Yeah. I. I, I, I well, yeah, we were supposed to, and then it's you know it, it's, it's it's hard it's an, to watch movies like that when you live with a four year old, right? Because gotcha. like. Yes. Yeah, just so, just let him just let him go all in. Yeah, just let, yeah. He's not gonna remember it. <laughs> it's, just it's tell him it's catch up. Sil- it's very silly and entertaining. Like it's an objectively awful movie. Like it looks and feels like it was filmed in the early two thousands. Really? Um, oh, that's disappointing. Yeah. Uh, I heard the opening is really good though. The opening is good. Uh, the opening involves uh, you know. Scorpion uh, and Sub Zero, yeah. Finding this little this little knife and then tying a rope to it, and I cheered. Uh, wow. Yeah, no, it's it's really silly and really gory, and like I just want to. This just sums up the movie really well. So the movie establishes that there is the Mortal Kombat tournament. Everybody starts training for the Mortal Kombat tournament. All the fighting oh, happens. I heard about they this. They get attacked before the tournament. There's starts. no actual tournament. There's never <laughs> any Mortal Kombat tournament. Yeah. There's no really? actual tournament. Yeah, There's I heard no about this. There's no actual tournament. No, they get attacked during their training, and then all the fighting just happens like while they were training. Yeah, I heard about tournament. this. Although Justin, I did hear that Kano carries the whole fucking movie on his shoulders. Kano's like, fucking hilarious. He's just he's just like this really angry, vulgar Australian dude, and he makes fun of everything. Like I, I'm pretty sure a solid like half of his lines were just improvised, and him just he just got, got like, drunk and wandered on the set and just started fucking having fun. Like it's kind of like Jeff Goldblum in uh, in Thor Ragnarok when he showed up dressed as Grandmaster, and they were like, "Just be Jeff Goldblum, just <laughs> yeah. just go out there and be yourself." No, it's it's if you can if you have HBO Max and you can watch it on streaming, it, it it's. It's an entertaining like hour and a half. It's not an amazing movie by any means, but it was silly and I enjoyed watching it. Ah uh, man, I uh I I I I was planning on seeing it. Um I, the reviews have been so hit or miss. Like some people absolutely fucking love it. Some I people see it. despise like, the trailer it. Trailer looks fucking amazing. It's it like do they ever say fatality or oh, they say it? Yes. yes. Or like flawless <laughs> victory. Is there a flawless victory yes, in there? There's a flawless victory. There's a test your might. Seriously? Uh, yeah. Justin, I have to know, do they actually use the term Mortal Kombat? Like, do they say? Yes. This is the tournament is actually called Mortal Kombat with a K. And he's Perfect. like, are you kidding me? Is it? I think you spelled it wrong. It's like, nope, that's how it's spelled. There's actually a scene in the movie where uh, all the combatants with a K are in line, and Liu Kang turns around and talks to 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 Kung Lao and says, "You know, we really are. Uh, we we in the end, we really are signing up for Mortal Kombat." And uh, that's 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 how the name is actually brought up. I I know that for a fact. Need to no, know no, is there a is there a post credit scene where they all go to Buttercrisp? After the fighting <laughs> no. I think you mean butterhole. 
No, but there is. There, but there is. Okay, a, we're gonna wrap up on butterhole. That's how I want to end the show. There is a tease for the next movie that is extremely funny. I just want to. Oh, it, so so. Oh, never mind. I don't want. I I know of spoilers in the movie. And I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but I I know what you're talking about. Um, I know exactly what you're talking about, actually. Um, but yeah, I I am I am planning on watching the movie eventually. Uh, just yeah, to like, see how fucking like, ridiculous it is. Like, it's like. I watched it because I, I worked till midnight on Saturdays. It was the perfect, okay, it's 12.30. I just got done with work. I just want to throw something on for a little while. And it was perfect for that. So Lervinar says, apparently there was a toasty scene that got cut. Why would you cut that? Why would you cut so, that? One of my friends actually took a picture of his TV because he had subtitles on. And the point where somebody says fatality, it's sub, it's uh, subtitled as speaking foreign language. Like it didn't recognize fatality as being a word. I just, I, I, I really, I, I, I have this image of them of like a scene in the movie where, where like you know, the writers were like, we have to get every single reference to a line in the game in as as as, as hard as we can. And like, uh, and, and like, like <laughs> Sonia, Sonia and Sonia and Jax are like looking at the moon and Jax is like, look to the Luna. Look how beautiful it is. Like, like, it, like they're just trying so fucking hard to get more. Like, is there, is, is there a reptile or Ermac sighting in the movie or reptiles in it? Reptiles, reptiles in-, in it. And he looks like the, um, he looks like. You know the iguana from the Acclaim logo. Unfortunately, unfortunately, yes, I do. Yeah, that's what that's what reptile looks like. Interesting. Are there babalities? Tell me, there's a babality. There aren't babalities. Uh, that, that's like that's like one of the few things that's missing. I feel like that like one of these fucking Mortal Kombat movies has to get a goddamn babality or a friendship or or a fucking animality or oh actually they did get an animality in one of the movies. Uh, Luke King turns into a dragon, but. <laughs> we are uh past our time here now. Uh wow. We filled up what? The first half an hour of this fucking podcast with t- uh fast food talk. So I think that's I think I that's pretty impressive. Too. I think that's no really regret. fucking impressive. I don't have any regrets at all. <laughs> um what I will you say know, there's only so much video games you can do in a pandemic when you're depressed. Eventually it just kind of downgrades to just shoveling whatever you can in your mouth to absolutely. make you happy. Absolutely. And with that, um, butterhole, but butterhole, absolutely. Um, but uh, I was gonna never mind. Anyway, <laughs> God damn it, Brittany, fuck, <laughs> shit. Okay, uh, we've got some we've got some great pre recorded content coming out soon. Finn and myself are going to be recording a Saga Frontier remastered review on Sunday. Um, I episode four of Dual Daddies is ready to go for for some reason. I cannot. It it just will not finish rendering in um It's a good one too because I'm on it. Yeah, Brittany's on it and I've been trying for weeks to try to fix this shit and it's like so I, I will find a solution this weekend, but we will get that out. Uh we've got more stuff coming. Uh we are doing another big Trevor Project fundraiser at the end of May, last weekend of May. Um we've already got some really, really cool uh streamers lined up. Uh Khalif Jenkins or uh, or Khalif <laughs> Jesus Christ. Khalif Adams is gonna be back from spawn on me. I'm thinking of somebody else. Uh we've got some of the team from Uppercut uh are gonna join us as well, and we have other streamers uh, that we will announce later. Uh does anybody have anything else before we get out of here? Nope. No. Let's let's a Pokemon Snap next week. 
Pokemon. Yep. For that. We're going to be talking for a me. lot about Pokemon Snap next week. And the week and after I'm that. I'm sure we're going to do a near review at some point. I'm like sure. Yeah. Hours yeah. In, in fact, I plan on getting through it next week before Resident Evil comes out, uh, Britt. So if you want to do it, I mean, we can do that. Um, but anyway, uh, take care of each other. Uh, of course, we will be back. We will be back next week at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Don't forget, we have a Discord with over 300. Can we get a Discord Nightbot in chat, please? Um, we have a Discord with over 300 people. We are a super inclusive, wholesome community. We would love to have you join our Discord and talk about video games with us. Uh, and uh, we hope to see you there. And if nobody has anything else, take care of each other. Be good. And remember, kindness costs nothing. We will see you next week.